Welcome to Your Photography Mentor Podcast, a podcast dedicated to help you achieve your photography dreams, whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro. Now here's your hosts, David Molnar and Rich Coleman. Hey folks, welcome to episode 24. Does that sound about right to you? 24? Jack Bauer, best TV character ever. Oh man, I've heard they're bringing him back again. Again, him back? Hmm. I'm not sure. They, tr- they like, tried without him, and it, I watched it because I was a huge 24 fan. But I know I watched it. I just couldn't like it. You just you need Jack Bauer. It's just really hard to like. Which is funny. I, I want you to go back and rewatch season one and count how many times you see cameras. It's crazy. Oh, really? Like there's a oh I like it was like such a. I mean, it was a big production, but like I would see the dolly track and the camera move in on the right. It's pretty, there's a couple times in season one where I, and he's kind of a sissy gotcha. a little bit in the first season, and then he gets like more badass as like it goes on. Anyway, this is true. Uh, once again, our podcast rating is now explicit. Because <laughs> leave it brings, to me to make it PG thirteen. Oh gosh, um, yeah, no, I agree. Season season one of twenty four is actually interesting to me because um, it made me viscerally like upset because they did more things like put his daughter and his wife in harm's way, you know, like we're going to kill your wife unless you betray the president type thing. And you're like, ah, like that's just like impossible decisions to make. And I feel like in the later seasons, it was more of like, it's a race to show up to, to, to stop a ticking time bomb. It just like, yeah. it's, it's like save the world versus like make a choice between your daughter or the president. It's just like, I, I don't know. Like uh, for some reason I like the later seasons better. And then yeah. you had President Palmer, who was the best, best president, president ever. ever. Best president ever. Literally, President David Palmer. Was that his name? David Palmer, I think? Yeah. Well, as, yeah. And his brother. I mean, his I like everything about the show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how we got on the 24 kick, I guess. I don't even like watching. Like, episode I, that's, the only, that's the only reason I like uh, <laughs> the Allstate commercials is because. President David president Palmer. President Palmer. Yeah. yeah. I forget his name, but he's like the best. Yeah, I don't know. He's just one of my talk about an evil wife. I mean, he was he was America's first black president, David. Mm-hmm. Was he was he a was he president black president on the show before Obama was? Oh yeah, like years. Okay, but see, because I, I watched Twenty Four later. Like I didn't oh, watch I did. it. I watched it, it live. I was like in high school. I did, uh, gosh, I didn't. I don't think I started Twenty Four until um, I don't know. Probably until so I was you're probably Twenty Four. I was probably 24 when I started 24. You know, I started watching 24, I believe, on my way, like when I was in Switzerland, which would have been 2008. So, I, I don't know, 12, 12 years ago? I might have been 23, something like that. It's okay. Something and like what's that. your favorite Switchwood song? 24? <laughs> 24 my favorite. Oceans. Yeah, it's a good song. My favorite's probably either uh, Meant to Live or Dare to Move. Let's see, I feel like I gotta say that. I don't know. Those are the ones that come come to mind. You would but, say um, that. Well, Rich, what's your, Rich, what's, how you let's, let's talk about let's talk about our big three. Let's get into it. Okay, you go first. Well, I, I'm, I'm sticking with the trend. You'll never guess who made this cup. Mm, who made this guess. cup? Guess. I want to hear it. Genevieve Stewart. <laughs> Incorrect. She's a okay. great pottery maker. Okay. The the beautiful, the talented, the amazing Froyo slinging Whitney. Made this cup. This is this was made by Whitney Hines. Ooh, boss so, woman at Surfing Spoon. You know, shout out to Surfing Spoon. Everybody go to Surfing S U R F I N Spoon. 
I wish I had my hat. I, if you ever see me wearing a hat, I'm wearing a surf and spoon hat. I take their pictures and make their shirts. Yeah, surf and spoon on the Outer Banks. You got to check it out. Best fro you around. Also, good friends of ours, Whitney and Jesse Hines, and they. Um, Jesse's a professional professional surfer with like I don't know like a. He was on the cover of Surfer Magazine, Surfing Magazine, like every surfing magazine there is. An amazing guy. Super fun. I Super have to watch my wife well. around him. That's how attractive he is. Yeah, he's he was also an Abercrombie model. There's like a photo of him like doing this, like with no shirt on and like barely pant barely shorts on. Like it's it's <laughs> we always rag on him. It's awesome. But he's he's a great guy. I love him. Good friends with my sister as well. Hey, you know what? I do have a question for you. Um what kind of shoes do ninjas wear? I sneakers. One. I think you did that. Just one. pretend. Just pretend I didn't do it. Oh, sneakers! Oh, sneakers! Okay. All right. So, um, I went paddleboarding this morning. It was gorgeous. I didn't see any sharks. You know. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. But I did. I, I I did some reading this morning, and it was wonderful. You know what I realized? Well, is there a third thing you want to mention? Well, I mean, I was gonna make it up, but go. I mean, the the another cool a, a third thing could be that there's a hurricane battening down the Outer Banks as we speak. Ooh, yeah. Um, I wanted to mention something else about local establishments that serve ice cream in a second, but but go ahead. Um, yeah, how, how are you guys feeling? Hurricane coming. It was raining I, like earlier. Skirting, now the sun's skirting. out and it's perfect. Um, I had a groom. I have a wedding. So I have a wedding tomorrow that was canceled from like June. Okay. And it, it moved to tomorrow, which is going to be a hurricane. So, and it's just a mm. nightmare. I have a wedding. So, in the next ten days, I have had I have more weddings than I've had in the last six months. I have a wedding Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Saturday, Friday. In the next ten oh days. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! COVID. Wow. All right. Freaking COVID. So yeah, big three is um. I, I just I won't have a life in the next couple of weeks, but it it slows back down to normal life in a week and a half. So. Okay. I can. Hand. I love right. the pressure. Honestly, I'm one of those guys. I, when I'm not shooting, I'm super mm-hmm. bored. And like, just to talk about my personality type, when I'm not Ooh. working or not when I'm not going full speed, I like I worry about work and I worry about what's next and I worry about making money. I worry about not making money. I love it when I'm just working full steam, and it's kind of like on autopilot. Like I love mm. the pressure of you know being in the trenches of shooting and taking a lot of pictures. So that's my big three. This hurricane is the most normal thing to happen to the Outer Banks in 2020. So, like, I haven't even strapped down my trampoline or started my generator yet. Not that I'm not prepared. It's just this is very normal for us here on the Outer Banks. I hear you, man. I hear you. I know. I haven't even talked to my parents about it. My parents haven't even mentioned it. My parents live there, and they're like, yeah. Don't worry. I'll take take care of your parents. Great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they did, you know what? They did just get um, their Airbnb up and running, and they're like, "Yeah, we're like booked, it's great!" Like they got it up like Monday a week ago, and now it's like booked like crazy. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty awesome. Put um, the link hey, up. We'll you know stay what? At your parents' house. I, I know. I actually don't even know what the link is. You know. Well, I, I'm gonna. I was. I'm gonna hook up with them, and I'm gonna get them. My dad does Airbnb, and I bought him a .dot com. Mm. So my dad's is like chilldevilhills.com. com. Ooh, and that goes nice. to my dad's Airbnb. So, like, that's just a really so easy redirects. way to yeah, yeah, it just redirects whatever the stupid long, like, Airbnb's URLs are like this. But I need to take pictures over there, yeah. too. Um, Linda, Linda Nielsen is saying I'm still coming to the UBX tomorrow. <laughs> you, I don't know. Is it a mandatory evacuation yet? It is for Hatteras, but, like, 
it's going to be blowing 30, 40. Mm-hmm. It, it ain't no thing. They might not let tourists in. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Hey, uh, so one of my one of my things that I did this weekend is I did a um, I did a family photo shoot for my friends uh, Brandon and Whitney Nall who are here. I'm going to show this real quick. Um, I did a family photo shoot, um, and uh, here's a couple here's a couple of the photos from it. Um, pretty fun. I don't know. I don't know if you can even see these. Rich, I'm just smiling and pretending. But, um, Yep, yep. They had they did the whole southern thing with pink shorts and pink shirts for the boys, and uh, they're uh, they're they're an, an adorable little little family. Uh, lots of fun, lots of fun. So I did that. Uh, I think Saturday night, you know, something like that. So it's another. another Man, you one need of those a new things. camera if you're if you're doing all these shoots. You need a new camera. I know we're working on it, working on it, trying to get our hands on that that R five. Supposed to be in the mail, but I don't know. Is it? Um, so one other thing I wanted to mention is that John's drive-in, which is another iconic legendary spot in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. I've been going there my entire life. Remember when I, I told you it was for sale, like live, like you did. a month ago. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder who's going to buy it. And then it turns out it's like, our, I don't know. Do you know Chelsea pretty well? Like I grew we up were, with Chelsea. She was Chelsea. in my grade. We grew up. Okay. Like, my, yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea, formerly Jones, like now Jordan. Uh, that's her last name now, right? Chelsea Jordan. Yeah. Um, is uh is like one of my you know good friends growing up her and her brother brendan and um and then their parents um anyways like like she bought she bought she bought she bought john's drive and i'm like yes like so it's like one of my good friends like i know it's gonna be in good hands because that's like one of my favorite places in the world so if you ever go to the outer banks you have to check out john's drive-in and kitty hawk and you have to check out surf and spoon in nags head all right, so moving on. Rich, what are we going to talk about today? I'm actually really excited about that. I've been wanting to do this for a while, and it also has to do with our giveaways that we're going to be doing it today. Um, what are we going to Which, talk what, what well, how about? Do we, how do they talk? get a giveaway? How do they get a giveaway first? Well, we, let, let's, let's, let's tell them what we're going to talk okay, about, and then I'll tell them okay, what the giveaways okay. are, and then I'll tell them how they get a giveaway in just a second. Um, All right, I'm that, firing. I'm 7 out of 10. I'm a 7 out of 10. All right, so uh, uh, wah, 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 wah. the thing we are going to talk about today is quite popular. I would say like a last how many years? Ten. I don't know. I, I so I, I've been hearing about this for a long time, but um, but yeah, it's, I think it's really become very popular in the last five years, specifically the last two or three. Yes. Um, do, you, do, you, do you want me to say it? Okay, we're today we're <laughs> no. going to talk about basically personality types by way of the Enneagram. All right, so if you've ever heard of the Enneagram, it's spelled E-N-N-E-A-gram. Don't spell that wrong. Yeah, yeah. No. Don't, not Enneagram. Yeah. It's not a mammogram. It's an Enneagram, yeah. okay? Um, and it starts with E, Enneagram. So think like Enne, sort of, like Enne, Miney. Enneagram. Has anyone done the Enneagram or taken the Enneagram test? There's an amazing test. Um, I took it today. You, can, there's a, you took it today? Um, and so basically it's a personality type test. Okay. And, uh, and it's phenomenal. It's been so helpful for my wife and I, and our marriage. Cause like we we can frustrate the heck out of each other. I know none of you guys have ever frustrated your spouses or your business partners or anything like that, Never. but it's really helpful to learn about yourself and learn about different personality types and how you guys can mesh or even clash, but understanding how to work through those different things. So we thought it'd be fun to talk about my favorite personality test there is and uh and kind of do a little uh do an episode today and maybe some future episodes if if you guys like it enneagram for photographers um so we thought it'd be pretty fun to to really talk about that um so what we're going to do today is we're going to do uh 
I, th- I think like five giveaways. All right. I think we're gonna do five giveaways. Um, and you're like, oh my gosh, so we're gonna pick five winners and we're gonna give away two books from, uh, the, I think the best book that I know of on Enneagram is called The Road Back to You. And it's by a guy named Ian Cron, who uh, I've heard is an amazing guy. I've probably seen him in coffee shops in Franklin, Tennessee before I moved down here. Uh, Cause uh, like, it seems like all of my friends know him. Uh, but I don't know that I've ever met him or if I have, it was like, I didn't realize that he was the Enneagram guy or something like that. But his book, The Road Back to You is incredible. We're going to give away two of those books today. Um, he's not sponsoring this episode or anything. I just think it's like the best resource on it. Um, it's called The Road Back to You. So we're going to give away two, two, two winners are going to win that. And then three people are going to win the personality test. There's like a $12 test and I'm just going to buy it for three of you guys. So five of y'all are going to win um, you know, something, you know, we're going to do a giveaway to five of you guys. So all you have to do to be eligible to win those books and those, those, uh, the, the test, cause it's like $12 test. There's free ones, but don't go take the free ones. They're like, they'll confuse you, you know, go take the real one. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to give away three of those and two books, um, to five of y'all. So all you have to do is just share this episode, say Enneagram for photographers, um, uh, or David and Rich are talking about Enneagram and photogra- for photographers. Share this if you're listening live, and then one of you guys who shares this episode, this live recording, will win one of those five things. All right? Your chances are five high. Of, Your chances five. are high. We'll, it will give you a high five because five of you will win, you know, that. Yeah, anyways. Um, I'm, so, see, first, you know, go ahead. I'm excited about this because, like, I've known about this test and how you know what it means like my wife and I were into it like five years ago and we she'll still call me a seven but the cool thing about it is I I like the like how I do that to my wife all the time by the way I'm like you're such a two you know like but it helps me it helps me go ahead like on a looks scale or I'm just kidding Um, we'll talk about it (laughs) two is is two worse than seven I don't know we'll find out in this episode yeah we'll find out so the, uh, the thing about it is I'm excited to see how that relates to like us as a photographer. Cause if I were to realize that about myself in like the downside, like, so if you're, if you're a two, like you're bad at this, you're good at this. If you're a one, you're good at this, bad at this, like knowing your strengths and weaknesses as a photographer and as mm-hmm. a business owner can really make or break you. Cause I know a lot of like great photographers, I'm talking world-class photographers because they don't play on their strengths and weaknesses. Mm. They just end up kind of stuck and not ever going anywhere. And hmm. like, it makes no sense when you look over and like, we always talk about looking up to somebody, not over at your competition, but it's always funny hmm. when you look over at this amazing photographer and they're just not going anywhere and you hmm. kind of feel self-conscious. You're like that dude that I share a studio with is way better than me, but they're not playing into their strengths and weaknesses. And that's kind of what the the fun thing about learning your type or your number not just knowing it, but like using it to grow can really help you as a photographer and as a business owner. Absolutely. And, and understanding, you know, your Enneagram type number, all right, um, has, it can help your friendships, it can help your just relationships with your family members, it can help your, your marriage, it can help your, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend relationship, whatever relationship you're in. It can help your business, it can help understanding like, life with your employees like there's employees that we have that were like oh they're uh they're this number or this number. i don't want to call anyone out specifically but like oh that's why they do that or i have to remind them all the time my number like the reason i'm doing this is because this is a natural tendency for this enneagram type so rich um let's talk about what the numbers are how many numbers there are and, and stuff like that 
Um, I see a lot yeah. of people actually throwing out some of their numbers on here. Um, if you know your Enneagram number, let us know in the comments right now um, on this Facebook Live. Let us know in this comments. Or if you're you know, listening to this on the blog or whatever, let us know your Enneagram number. But how many Enneagram numbers are there, Rich? I'm going to put you in the spot. Can you remember? There are nine. Nine. There are nine numbers. And is nine better than one? No. Well, it depends. I mean, yeah. It actually, yeah, no, it depends. Uh, it's not like a scale of like one to ten where like, dang, man, she's a ten. It's not like that. Right? There, no, it's, there are it's any- different. There's, they're different types, and they all have strengths and weaknesses. There, there's, there's nine different types of personalities. And start off, if you say you're a four, you're not all four. It's not like you're 100% Crystal, of this pie. Crystal Livesey said, I'm a four. And I'm like, yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. She is. We love She's Crystal. She's a four, which is a 10, which is a 10 on the female scale. Like, dang, girl, yeah. you're a four. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like uh, Crystal's a four. But she's not all four. Like, if you look at it as a pie, it's not like you're. Oh, I'm like you're segmented to this piece of seven. You you, you are a little bit of everything, but your personality yeah. really does come through. And I actually have like a little bit of a contradictory score. So as we go through it, we'll go through it and then we'll say what we are. How about Absolutely. That? So one of the interesting things I want to say, I want to kind of clear the air a few on a few different things. You know, one through nine is are the numbers and their types. Okay. Two is not better than one, you know, eight is not better than seven, you know, like they're just simply types. Okay. So get the one to 10 scale out of your head. Cause that has nothing to do with this. I want to clear the air there. First of all, um, because my wife's a two, but she's a 10, if you know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, it's just the types. The other thing is that your number is determined. I've heard it say like this, and I, th- I believe Ian Cron says this in his book, and I've read that book, and I've listened to some podcast episodes, and I'm by no means an expert at it, other than that I've just been paying attention to it for a few years, and so I can kind of add some commentary on it. We might even bring some guests on here. Maybe if Ian would grace us with his presence, maybe we'll get him on here. Um, or maybe we'll even talk to some other photographers who are specific numbers and just talk to them about what life is like and, and kind of as it relates to that specific number. I think it'd be fun to kind of do a little series on this if you guys are into it. But here's the deal. The Enneagram number, the type number, is determined by what motivates the individual, not by what they do. Okay, There's a lot of personality tests that are like, you do this, or you do this, or you do that. And instead, the big difference for me, as I understand it, um, is that your number is determined by what motivates you, okay? What, what are your motivations, okay? And the numbers one through nine have very different motivations, and I do not claim to be an expert on them all. However, um, you know, it's like we're all a little bit narcissistic, and we all would rather learn about our own numbers and be like, ooh, what's, what's special about me? So that's, what I, that's one of the things I love about these personality tests, because you know, I've taken uh, the Myers-Briggs way back in the day. I think I was an ENFJ. I don't even remember what that means. Um, not really. It means you're really, I've, really dumb. It means I'm really yeah. dumb, obviously, obviously. <laughs> um, I took, uh, you know, the five love languages test, which I think was really helpful for my wife and I. We love that. Um, what, what other tests? I'm trying to think of what You made me I've take taken. one when I started working here, the Kelby. You made me take the Kelby. I didn't. John did, and I don't know a lot John. about the Kelby, but I've heard it's awesome. It was. Um, it was so. It was such a smart test. It knew I was trying to cheat. Mm. It was like. It you was like you're trying to. It was like you're trying to answer to be more persuasive this way, and it like would ask me questions again. It would like try to trick me from cheating. So, as a manipulator, right. it did great. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so the tests to me, ow, ow, 
I just pinched my finger. The tests to me are really interesting and it's fun to learn about yourself. It's really fun to learn about your spouse and business partners and, um, you know, and your employees and coworkers and stuff like that because it helps you guys uh, create a more synergistic relationship from understanding your strengths and weaknesses, tendencies, feelings, motivations, and yeah, and, and all that stuff. So let's, um, let's, you know, I think today it'd be fun to kind of talk about, um, you know, a couple of numbers um, and what motivate them. Does that sound good? I love it. So can I talk about myself first a little bit? Is that okay? I, I guess that, so. Yeah, sounds super nice. Sure are you sure you're not innate? <laughs> um, so there's a couple things you'll hear. I just kind of want to like clear the air on a few things, right? You're the numbers one through nine, like I said, are not better than the other numbers. Okay. They're just simply personality types. Um, you know, it's kind of like saying introvert versus extrovert. There's not, there's not a better or a worse thing. And the other thing is, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think an introvert and extrovert could be any of those numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think like, I think I'm learning some stuff. Remind me to talk about this, the introvert extrovert thing in a few minutes, because I'm learning some things about myself that I didn't really know or wasn't really willing to accept. Have any of you guys ever done that where you, you've taken a personality test or you've done some self-analyzation and you don't really want to accept some truths that are um, maybe hard truths or maybe just things that you're like, no, 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 that's not me, you know, and then realizing, wow, that is me. Interesting. But um, there's also a thing where people say, hey, I'm a, I'm a, this is not me, but they'll say I'm a five with a wing four or crystal is a four with probably a wing five. I don't know. I, I, I don't remember. Crystal, can you let me know if you're a four with a wing five? I'm not sure. Um, and when they say a wing, um, like what that means is that it's a connected number to your main number. Meaning if you're a four, your wings could be the number right above it or right below it. Okay. I know that gets a little confusing. <clears throat> And I don't even feel like I'm the best person to talk about wings, but I just want to clear the air because some people be like, yeah, I'm an eight with a wing two. I'm like, no, you, you can't be an eight with a wing two. If you're an eight, your wings, the only eligible wings would be a nine or a seven because they're on the, they're the numbers that directly are above or below your number. So if you're a nine, since nine is the top number, your wing could go all the way back around to one. Okay. So if you're nine, your wing could be one or it could be an eight. Okay. So when you see people saying that, um, you know, Crystal just said, yes, that's correct. So when you see people saying Crystal is a four with a wing five, uh, maybe she can tell us a little bit more what that what that's like. But let's talk about, I'm going to talk about the seven for a second, because that's the one that I can talk about the most intelligently since it's the one that I've studied the most since that's my number. I am a seven on the Enneagram, okay? The seven, um, you know, people have different names for it, but um, I believe Ian Cron calls it the enthusiast. Does that sound right to you? The, the seven, yeah, the seven is yeah. technically the, the enthusiast, correct. The enthusiast, technically by his definition, people have different things. The Enneagram has been around, as I understand it, for hundreds of years. So it's not like a new thing. It's just kind of become a little bit more popular um, recently. Hindi. So I am a seven, um, and I believe my wing is an eight, okay? Um, a seven, predominantly... Uh, is the enthusiast. A lot of times what they look like, I'm going to talk about what they look like externally, like what you guys, how you guys may observe a seven. And then we're going to talk about the motivations of why a seven is a seven. Because the interesting thing is that two numbers, their behaviors could look very similar. Okay. A three and a seven might do the same things. 
an eight and a three might do the same things, okay? Or it might be, you might perceive them as doing the same things, but what's different is the internal motivation for that individual as to, be, as to why their type would be categorized as such, okay? The seven oftentimes is the life of the party. The seven oftentimes wants to focus on the positive and not the negative. The seven will look for ways to protect themselves <clears throat> from negative feelings. Okay, it's a weakness of theirs. They don't want to go deep on the negative things. They're like, ah, like I don't want to, I don't want to talk about that. They want to keep the conversation opti like optimistic. Okay. The seven <clears throat> is always trying to like try something new. We'll be the life of the party. We'll be like, let's do this thing when we're on this trip. Like, we gotta do all they're not necessarily the most planner. A lot of times they're very spontaneous, but they want to do all the things and they have FOMO or fear of missing out. And the sevens are often good at connecting dots between, um, you know, problems and opportunities or being able to look at a big problem and being able to see like strategic points because they're very futuristic and they're always thinking about what's next, what's next, what's next. They're not worry warts. They're like excited, optimistic people about the future, okay? When they're in health. Now there's, there's health and there is, you know, uh, not health, you know, when they're, when they're not doing well. But what's, what motivates a seven? Okay, what motivates a seven? What, do you know what it is, Rich? Well, I mean, uh, I'm not on the spot. I mean, I know they're looking for that adventure, that next thing, and they get yeah. like easily bored. Like those people are bored. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll talk about this. So I'll, <clears throat> I'll say this, and I'm gonna add your. You're gonna add your commentary in just a second. Yeah. A seven is motivated by the need to feel free to feel freedom, okay? That's why you said they're easily bored and they're always like motivated by the next thing. That's like the symptoms, that's the external actions of someone who needs to feel like they are free, okay? You know, sevens don't love meetings far in advance. You know, they want to like, well, there might be a better, there might be... <laughs> Like for me, I'm like, ah, the waves might be good that day. Or, you know, paddleboard, like the, the waves might be flat. So it's good for paddleboarding that day. Or I, I don't know, like I might feel like grilling out hot dogs that night. So I don't really want to commit to that yet. You know, like, so sevens can be very noncommittal. They want to feel that sense of freedom. Okay. But because of that, they're good at looking into the future and like, and having fun and reacting spontaneously. Rich, what would, what, describe, what's your number? What's your Enneagram type number? I'm a one. No, I'm not. Just kidding. <laughs> I, was, I was like, really? He was like, wait, what? Okay. No, uh, like, that's Kristen. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh -huh. I, I'm also a seven. Although when I first started taking it, I would bounce between a seven and a three, like pretty regularly, which is pretty mm -hmm. interesting, wouldn't you say? And sometimes similar that's behaviors, like, actually. Sim TV. Similar behaviors, which it's funny. Like when you look at the three, we'll talk, maybe we'll talk about the three next. Or maybe we'll mm -hmm. talk about wings next. I don't know where we're going because David's a seven. We're we just, never know where we're going. We're just winging it. <laughs> Sevens wing it. Yeah. Like me, like, like this is, a, I'm going to be vulnerable for just a quick second just to explain this on a personal level. Um, like I loved, loved, loved starting my business, creating my business, and growing my business. 
But almost as soon as it got like on autopilot, which some people would love, as soon as weddings are just coming in, I'm booking more than I can handle, it immediately got boring and I, and I kind of hated it. Like I got no joy mm. out of this baby that I built. I loved the struggle and the newness and the figuring out the problems of this business. Right. Um, and I remember telling that story to David like three years ago and he's like, well, come work for me. You know what I mean? Like I, I remember that <laughs> aha moment on the porch at your parents' house uh, because it's not a bad thing, but this thing that I built and like most people would love and like, you know, stoke that fire. It just kind of like, it was completely dead for me to the point mm. where I had to go to Iceland just to fall back in love with photography. I hated photography mm. for a minute. Like I hated mm. this awesome, freeing, amazing gift job that I had. I hated it because I became like really complacent and, you know, apathetic to my surroundings. And I needed something to take me out of the boringness that this job had created. And mm. it wasn't until I dove into like what a seven was and how, because I have a mortgage and my wife's a stay at home, you know, a stay at home mom. So it's right. not like I can just stop and pit the brakes and decide to be a painter, even though I probably would get more joy out of just shutting my business down and starting a new one. I'd probably be healthier in my mind doing that. So for me as a seven is probably a little different than yours. Um, because you, you're, you're, you're living a pretty free life too. But like mine is almost for like myself. Like I find a lot of my self worth and self accomplishment in the new mm. things that I'm doing. Like always striving for that new thing. And people that aren't sevens don't get it. They're like, mm. That's scary. Why can't you AF? just be content? Like, yeah. What's the matter? Like, why? Like, why would you want to change a good thing? You know, it's um, working. Don't. It's not broken. Like my dad's like, it's yeah. not broken. Like why? And I'm like, sorry, man. I love you. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what to do. It's 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 who I am. Yep. For those of you guys who are watching, I just put it up there. I th I believe I spelled that right. Yeah. Uh, Enneagram. E N N E A G R A M is how it's spelled. So this is a thing. No one owns it. Like it's, uh, this is just a personality, the personality types. And I believe it's been around a long time. I, I, I can't remember the exact origin of it, to be honest with you at the moment. But um, I believe uh, Ian Cron talks about that a little bit in his book. Rich, I relate to so much what you were saying about the seven. Okay. Um, and, and, and kind of getting bored with, with moments Life. in your business. Yeah. And so here, here's the thing, you know, that's me to a T. I get bored if something is too, I want to say routine. What's interesting is I like some routines, but, but I get bored if, if things are too like predictable. Um, I don't know. Like, okay, so here's the deal. I, and I feel bad about this sometimes because for me, it's like being a photographer and being successful because I had a couple different like phases of my career of success, if you will. I was a photography assistant and I was pretty successful as a photography assistant. Not that I was making gazillions of dollars, but I was working with the best, pretty much the, all the best photographers in Nashville. There's a couple too that I was friends with that I never worked for, but that's fine. Um, so that was kind of a fun career, but that was like, okay, now it's on to the next thing. And then I was shooting weddings and then we had a, an amazing career shooting weddings. But it was one of those things where I would get kind of bored if I like achieved a certain level of thing and I'd have to go on to the next thing, you know? Um, so we traveled the world shooting weddings and we're making six figures and 
um, you know, shooting, you know, destination weddings overseas and all around the country and all those different things. And uh, it was back when travel was allowed. Um, but anyways, uh, and that was, that was a lot of fun. Like we had a blast, but then it, it kind of, I was like, I really want to shoot like advertising or like album covers. So then I went deep into album covers and that was like maybe the second, the, like it, let's say if the first phase was wedding photography, I know there was like a sub phase of assisting. The second phase was like commercial photography, but even in those phases, I had different like specific niches or things that I was pursuing at the time. And so I pursued album covers for a long time and, you know, for, for, um, for a little while I was shooting all, I would say all, but a, a ton of the Christian bands, um, and some country bands that were, um, uh, you know, in Nashville or would pass through or had the record labels or management companies in Nashville. And that was a blast. And I had a lot of success with that. But what happened is I, I became, you know, discontent with it. Um, because that's what sevens do. A lot of times they become discontent, even with really good things like Rich was talking about. He got his business like, to a like point Like my where... job right now. Like I hate working for you. <laughs> Just kidding. There's a new problem every day. Just kidding. <laughs> There's always a new problem because we're, we're, you know, we're trying to change the world. We're trying to help photographers pursue their dreams and it's a big undertaking but that's it's been fun for me because there's there's always something new and we're always doing like in the photo mentorship which is our you know our main way that we serve our students is uh you know there's always a new course to make which is great for a seven you know because there's always something new there's always a new live tv show or tpm live that we're doing um you know every single week or several days a week uh, so there's always something fun to create and something new so it's actually it really feeds the seven in me I don't know if I can't speak for you, but I, it seems like it's feeding your seven, the seven Hate in it. you as well. <laughs> Jerk face. Um, but I would feel a little bit bad. So, so here's what happened. And then it became this thing where it's like, okay, I don't just want to shoot for clients. I want to help other photographers pursue their dreams. The reason I'm doing that, I think there's, I think there's a calling on my life to do that. Maybe that's, the, that's why God made me was to be able to help other photographers pursue their dreams and to go through a lot of a lot of learning and, and some different transitions in my careers to try to help other people. But what happened is, is it got to the point where, um, it got to the point where, um, where I felt like I needed this new challenge. And I think that new challenge was to teach other photographers. So then it started with the iPhone photography. And then it started with uh, teaching people uh, master your camera, master your DSLR was the original name for the old course. And, um, and, then, and then the new challenge for us is, the uh, is taking a lot of that stuff that we're teaching and putting it together inside of the photo mentorship, which is our amazing membership program that I was just talking about. So what happens is like, you know, over time, your expertise for a seven for me, um, over time, my, uh, my experience and my, you know, my, my failures and my successes and my pivots and all those things have like have come full circle, not that I've arrived, but like have come full circle to help me do what we're doing now, which is really the funnest time in my life is to be able to do things like this podcast and, um, and, uh, and to create the photo mentorship and to work with amazing world-class photographers like Rich and Brandon and Emily and Crystal and, uh, and Kevin Carden. And, um, and it's, just been, it's just been an absolute blast. But here's where I feel guilty about as a seven. Um, and I, I'm, I'm able to articulate this now. I'm like, I'm teaching photographers how to pursue their dreams, but for me, it wasn't enough. You know, like, I would feel bad. I'm like, I'm teaching them how to do this, like, how to be this photographer and how to pursue their dream. But, but I know secretly that just, that just being, a, photog just being a, a photography assistant wasn't enough for me. I wanted the next thing. Just being a wedding photographer wasn't enough for me. I wanted the next thing. Just shooting an album cover for me wasn't enough. I wanted to shoot an album cover that 
two million people would buy. Um, and then it was the next thing. Just shooting that album cover wasn't the, I wanted the next best thing. I wanted to work for this regular label. I wanted to do this thing. I want to do this thing. A seven's like kind of like say, hey, there's never enough, you know? And then it's like, that wasn't enough. I wanted to shoot advertising campaigns for, you know, huge companies like Google or Sony or whatever, you know, like, and so there's always that next thing. And then that wasn't enough. I wanted to write a book and then that wasn't enough. I want, you know, that's the seven in me. It's not that photography wasn't enough. And that's the thing that I'm, I'm having to admit now is that, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a seven. I always need a new adventure. I always need to feel free um, because I'm motivated by that sense of freedom. And I'm actually really passionate about helping other people pursue their dreams. So anyways, as a seven, um, you know, I always feel like I need that next thing. Now I'm happy that the, the, um, the photo mentorship and, you know, the podcast episodes, it's always a new thing that we get to talk about. So it's filling that need for me as a seven. I'm not doing the same family shoot every weekend or the same wedding. I know it's not the same one, but the same one each time. It's, because for yeah. me as a seven, that's not good for me, right? But if you are a three, heck yeah, man. Like, let's, let's uh, you know, like, let's cross those things off the list because that's what a three does. They are the achiever. But what did you want to say, Rich? No, no, I'm disagreeing with you. Plus, it's it's great. That's why we started the photo mentorship. It's just so all of us at David Molnar wouldn't get fired. We just, David could just cut the lights off tomorrow and, you know, be a mechanic. We never know what's going to happen here. What a conundrum we'd be in. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, I would love, um, I would love to be a mechanic. I'd be, I'd be horrible. I'd break everyone's cars. Um, yeah, just to be clear, there's, I mean, you can take a free online test. So I, I see there's com some comments about people doing the, um, I, f I think it's like Enneagram Institute is like the one that's like $12. We're going to look, we're going to look it up. My wife, it's the one that my wife and I took. We'll look it up. Um, and, uh, and we'll, we'll post a link to it, but a couple of you guys are going to win it anyway. So, um, win it for free, which is it. the best. Yeah. So what we're going to yeah. do in these later episodes is we're going to bring on like professionals that are sway smarter than me and David. Me and David are smart, but we're going to bring on some wor wor world-class, sexy, smart people and we're going to tell you, like, like we told you, like, some of the downsides of the seven, but, like, you know, we're going to let people that know the downsides of some of these numbers and the upsides of some of these numbers. So if you're a seven, to be clear, if you're a seven, you're, it's almost hard to stay fulfilled. So as you're running left or right in this thing called life or this thing called photography, you're going to, it's going to always feel like it's never enough and you want the next best thing where sometimes you know, for your family, mm. for yourself, you're going to have to settle to get things done and not be selfish. Mm. Um, Cause it's really hard. It's really hard for me not to be selfish. That's like a, I'm a very oh, selfish creature. Oh, sevens, sevens are super selfish. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to knock you. I'm saying like, I know for me, like I'm, I'm selfish. I, I'm a little bit narcissistic and, and, and other things. And I realize it's like, it's a natural tendency. I, four sevens um now they can be life of the party and like super fun but it's they they can be really selfish um and and my wife who's a two um is the opposite of that and so it's that understanding those differences can be can be really interesting so and and to, and, to, and to talk about us some too like i'm a seven and david's a seven david's way more introverted than i am like how you see me right what? here would you say introverted I would say like oh, you, need to be, okay. you need alone time to recharge where mm -hmm. I do uh, like if I go, if I meet you at a coffee shop tomorrow, I'm going to act 
just like this. I try really hard to be same, the same all the time. Some people love it. Mm-hmm. Some people hate it. But just because me and David are the same number doesn't mean we're the same. Like, yeah, we can both walk into a party. I can walk into a party full of people I don't know and thrive in that environment. And, yeah. I, you know, it, it wasn't till later because I, I didn't – I felt like I wasn't like that till college. I remember going to college at Liberty University in Lynchburg and it's like freshman week and like everybody's like sad and like crying on the hills. And I was the guy that was like, let's get in my car and go jump in a river or let's go to Chick-fil-A. Like I was like, instead of being sad, let's go have fun. Like I, I ignore the things that make me sad. And with lots of therapy, I realized I do that in life too. Like I would avoid mm-hmm. situations with my wife or conversations with my wife that Sevens made me sad. Pain. Yeah. Yeah. So like I was avoiding pain so much to a flaw to where like I wasn't giving my wife the attention she needed and, you know, thank God for good therapy and, you know, the fact that my wife loves me still and even I'm a jerk and we can get past a lot of this stuff. You know, it's interesting. I I was thinking about that, uh, not your wife and therapy, but I was thinking about how, how, how like sevens try to avoid pain and it's like i would not like negative feedback on photos you know like i'm like no no no, i have spoken <laughs> like, <Yeah>. like <laughs> no, no. uh like i have spoken uh do you remember that uh, time I, like 10 10 years ago i had an unhappy bride hmm. and it, it upset me so much and i thought it was like bs so i went and like i sent it to like my friend courtney hathaway who's a great photographer here locally so, and she's like really mean she's like brutal she'd be like rich these pictures suck and i hate you like mm-hmm. she's just very honest and I, I trust her opinion and she's a great photographer and mm-hmm. then like for an extra step i was like david i need you to look at these pictures and tell me what you think and i didn't mm-hmm. give him any preface and he's like man these are great i love them and i was like okay the bride is psycho because i'm the same mm-hmm. way that negative critiquement of my photos like almost destroyed me emotionally like I couldn't handle it Mm. and you can't make everybody happy when you shoot 50 weddings a year over the course of 10 years one of those 500 people are you know what it's going to be bad so it's it's that kind of negative energy in my life just like would pull me down like I would I would be mad to my wife I'd be mean to my kids I you know it was just I was negative and it's just like from some stupid bride not liking my photos and they were great photos yeah I, I, I'm with you. Negative comments affect me a lot, you know, like a whole lot. And, um, and, and especially if it's like someone that I trust, um, or whatever, uh, not even negative, but even constructive comments. Like I'm, I like, like your flash seven, course sucks. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, uh, it's a good thing. Your flash course is awesome. Um, that's coming out this week. Episode one is coming out this week, right? Friday. On Friday. Yep. Friday. Rich has a brand new course called Speedlight Photography 101. Is that, is that correct? Is that the right name? Correct. 101. And, it come, and the first episode or, or the first module drops segment, this yeah. Friday segment. It drops exclusively for the photo mentorship students. So if you're not in photo mentorship, what the heck are you doing? What are you, what are you waiting for? Go check out thephotomentorship.com. Thephotomentorship.com. Um, so anyways, go check out the photo mentorship.com because Rich's course will be live starting this Friday. The negative comments, um, are a thing that affect me a lot as a seven and, and I would try to do whatever I can to avoid it or just kind of like, okay, okay. I'll just like, I'll just redo it. Like, I don't want to talk about the negative, Compartmentalize you know, like, it. I just like, it's like <laughs> uh, you know, um, it's hard. It's, it's tough. Um, 
you know, so I don't know. Does it negative comments affect anyone like strangely or it, David, you're a really bad. Type? You're a really bad friend. <laughs> <laughs> like start pouring water down my face. And start, start yeah, dry. That's okay. Um, fake, sorry. fake tears. That's what I would expect that from a seven fake tears. Yeah. Fake tears. Exactly. I expect that from an eight. You know what? You know, it's interesting. Like, I don't know if this is a seven thing. I want to talk about the introvert extrovert thing. So let me talk about that in a second. Yeah. Um, but, that. But, the, but, but I don't know about this, but this is one of those things where, like, sometimes it's hard for me to get emotional. Like, sometimes I feel like a robot. I'm like, why am I not, like, crying right now? Is that a seven thing? Or is that just a whole no, thing? No, I, I don't think it is. I think it's partially a seven. So, like, me, I had so much trauma as a, as a child. If you go back and listen to episode three, you'll hear all about it. That I just kind of, like, only Jerk put face. my... Yeah. Steve, sorry, I, go ahead. I, go ahead. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me what my mom no, no, no. Why, why steve said i can't i can't stand those blue v-necks like dude <laughs> sorry, go ahead. all right sorry sorry i interrupted you go ahead so i put all these safeguards and the reason mm-hmm. i'm funny my therapist told me is because i'm keeping people if i'm the funniest person in the room i control the room yeah i'm putting you at arm's length before i even meet you before i know you i'm not mm-hmm. putting you down but i'm being funny to assert myself in an area of authority and mm-hmm. I didn't even know I was doing that. And that's like something I've been doing since I was eight. So that's something I had to like learn about myself. I, I would make fun of somebody that I don't even know to their face, but as a joke, just to kind of like stay at arm's length away from them. And that's because I have a hard time feeling my own emotions. When I was in therapy, my therapist would like do stuff to me to relax my body. And she's like, how do you feel? And I'm like, I don't know. She's like, you're way more relaxed. Do you feel more relaxed? And I'd be like, mm. No, I don't even. She's like, your shoulders have dropped four inches. Your breathing has mm-hmm. slowed down. You're way more relaxed. Do you feel more relaxed? And I'm like, no. She's like, your homework is to try to feel your body more, which mm-hmm. is really interesting. Even when I go to the gym, like I'll go to the gym and I'll crush a leg day and I won't even like feel the pain because even physically, my mind is wired to ignore pain or to ah. like pivot away from pain. It's really interesting to more. Like, yeah, I, the internet says I'm a seven, but like my therapist that charges me 200 bucks an hour also agrees with everything that thing's saying. Mm. So it's really interesting. 200 bucks an hour is an expensive therapist, <laughs> but probably a good one. Yeah, yeah. she's good though. I, I, would, um, I would shout her out all day. That's great. Um, Patricia Alexander Johnson said, I just used my Godox photography lighting system that I won from TPM. Thank you. Love it. It's awesome. What, what? That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we give away I mean, stuff all. We give away to, more need, stuff. You need to you need to send me your Godox, or I need to get one because I was using mm-hmm. Paul Buff mm-hmm. stuff, which I love Paul Buff Nashville, but it was so hard to like. I did mm-hmm. a Higgs, how I got the shot. I shot some burgers the other week, mm-hmm. and I filmed a course on how to shoot food, and mm-hmm. I posted that video, and like I was trying to explain it, and it has like the like, slide. It was just not very techy. Yeah, I just felt dumb teaching it anyway. Yeah, I'm, I am liking the Godox stuff. Well, we need to get you a kit for sure. Um. Terry Miller says, I'm a seven and a six. Maybe she means a wing, a wing six. Um, I think we're going to continue talking about this over the course of the next few weeks. I think that'd Let's. be pretty fun. Bring on some It'd be fun to bring on somebody who's not a seven. Absolutely. Yeah, because we're both sevens. Or we're both like spur of the moment, like squirrel, you know. Um, so that's, that, has a, that has a thing. Um, I want to talk about one thing real quick because, you know, the introvert versus extrovert thing. This is something I'm learning about myself. So this week is, we basically, we're going to call this week, this week is about the seven. Okay, so then next week it'll be about something else. Something else. That makes sense. Something else. Um, It'll be about a different number or a series of numbers. We'll we'll get organized on it. 
We'll, we won't seven y'all. We'll, no, we won't. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll wait till next Monday and then decide what we're doing. Yeah, that's probably true. Because um, <laughs> that's what sevens do. That's why we're always Let's put us together. Ways last minute. Yeah, exactly. That's That was not it. We should have had a one. You and me should be a one. In this. Anyways. We don't listen. Um, we don't listen to ones. That's why we have Kristen. That's right. We don't listen to ones. All right. Introvert versus extrovert. In the definition of introvert versus extrovert is how you recharge. It's not whether or not you can work a room or whether you can be life of the party. Um, it's how do you actually recharge? And so, so many people think of me as the life of the party type guy because I can work a room. And like when we used to have parties at our photo studios, we'd have a hundred people there, and I would like talk to every single person and just like do my best to make them all feel special. I can work a room. I love it. I love going to. I love hosting workshops. Um, which, by the way, I just found a really awesome new photo studio here in Florida. Um, I think it's called the Photo Dot Studio. It's really awesome. I might be hosting a workshop there one of these days soon. We'll talk about it, Rich. But, anyways, um, anyways, um, I love working a room. I love having parties. I love all that stuff. But what's interesting to me, and I thought because I I feel like I feed off of it, and I feel so jazzed, and I'm like excited. But what's interesting, what I'm learning is that I need alone time to recharge. I need that downtime to recharge because by definition, I am an introvert, even though I'm not like the quiet guy and like, I'm ha like, I love being loud and obnoxious and work the room, but I need that alone time to recharge. And when I have people staying at my house or when I don't get to read books or read the Bible or pray first thing in the morning and get some alone time, uh, like some downtime, I'm not as good of a human being or not as good of a dad. If my kids are like screaming first thing in the morning, like, and that's how I wake up and I don't get that, like that introvert time to like calm myself and like that quiet time. Like if I don't get that, then like, it's not good. I'm like, I'm in an unhealthy place. Oh, super you know, jerk. Super jerk. Yeah. I'm an introvert, which is a weird thing for me to admit. And especially me admitting it on the air and but yeah, I'm actually an introvert. Like I, one of the things that I, what's interesting is that I would do at parties and I just didn't really associate this is I would like work the room and then I'd go off by myself even for a minute and like just have like a minute by myself, like out, outside or just something and like look at the stars for a minute. And I, I don't think I really realized that. And I'd like recompose myself and then go back in and be like, hey guys, it's party time. You know, like what's interesting is like, I guess I had those little like quick recharges where I would do it, and I don't, I don't even really realize, I think I realized that I was doing it. <clears throat> so when I have people staying at my house, people that I love, like my family or some really dear friends of ours or something like that, I realize that I need to have some time to like go and recharge. So this past weekend, we had some friends staying with us, and I love them, they're dear friends. I realized like I wasn't actually getting any time to myself, and I was like, I gotta go for a bike ride. So I literally just got on my bike, and I rode my bike for like an hour and a half and not only was it, you know, a workout and well, it was electric bike, so it wasn't that much workout, let's be honest, but, <laughs> but, um, but not only was it like, you know, workout and getting some vitamin D and all that stuff, which is really good for you, especially around the virus to be healthy and all that stuff. But, um, but it was also like a recharge time for me, you know, and I real and I was like so much like happier. I felt so much like recentered, like when I came back. And, um, so I'm realizing that I'm an, I'm an actually an introvert. And as a seven, it may not look like that from an external. Um, like it, it, I, d I didn't believe that about myself. I always thought I was an extrovert. So interesting side there. You're defined by introvert or extrovert by how you recharge. 
So if you recharge in a room of people, then quarantine is not good for you, probably. That's me. Uh, or yep. it's, prob- it's probably really hard for you, right? Um, if you're an introvert, then, you know, like you like and you need that alone time to recharge. You're, That's where we're different. Extra- we're both sevens, unit. but we're different. Yeah. So you, 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 uh, you need those people. You gotta, oh, yeah. you like gotta get out and go to a coffee shop to like recharge type. Thing. Oh man. I found a coffee shop yesterday that's open to public and it's in Manio, but I do not care. I'm so freaking pumped that I can go sit nice. in a coffee shop. Cause I love this space. You guys always see me here. I'm here all the time, but like this is where I work. And like, again, my set, the sevenness in me, I'm here. I'm editing after about two hours. I'm like, this space is no longer creative for my brain. I must yeah. leave. I'm the oh same way. Oh my gosh. I hate being right here right now. I hate it. But that, but that's also not like, that, that's a seven thing. For that's sure. a seven like, thing. Not I, I need to go work. But to, I, I need to go to coffee shops and I'll like, go to a coffee to shop and I won't get any work done. I'll just talk to the baristas the whole time and make them laugh. Like, <laughs> thanks for, thanks what, for like, letting when me we know go, that. Well, we, like when we do a live <laughs> or something like afterwards, like you need that downtime to recompose. And I, I'm jazzed. I'm like, woo, like I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like a shot of espresso when I'm around people. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I, I understand. I can see that. I can empathize. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, like I definitely, whether I, the, the interesting thing is I do feel, I do feel energized occasionally when I'm around people. Like I feel really excited. I don't feel drained, but I'm noticing more often than not, if I don't get a break from people, then I'll be really drained and I need to go take a bike ride or something like that. So, um, Hey, let's do our kids. You should have more kids. (laughs) I only wanted two. I love my kids. My gosh, Juliet is the sweetest little thing in the world. And Rosie is a little firecracker. She's an eight. Dear Lord, help us. She's an eight. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, we'll talk about that next week. Maybe, maybe, maybe maybe we'll talk about eights next week. I don't know. We're seven. So we'll figure it out right at the moment. Um, but let's give away two, two copies of Ian Cron's book, The Road Back to You, and let's give away three copies of that test. Um, that's at Enneagram Institute. You know, uh, no one's, no one's uh, telling us to give this stuff away. We just, you know, we're just doing it. We did um, it because we're awesome. I got, those, I got those winners for you, little buddy. You do? Yeah. Um, fantastic. Do you want them? Here, I'll send them uh, to you. Uh, I, you know, I'm not even, yeah, I want them. Yeah, yeah, I want them. You know, I want them. Hey, you guys, this, this podcast episode is brought to you by thephotomentorship.com. So go check out thephotomentorship.com, please. Go join us at thephotomentorship.com. Rich's brand new course, Speedlight Photography 101, comes out this Friday. First, yeah, first installment comes out this Friday. And we have, how many other courses do we have live right at this moment? 25, 27, 26. Like- Mine's going to be 27. 26 other courses that you can go have unlimited access to, to stream, whether you want to learn editing or whether you want to learn camera basics or landscape photography or Photoshop, um, posing, natural light photography, studio light photography, speed Honestly, light photography, anything you want. wildlife photography. You know what's on my agenda for this week? I have it written out. I want to write out the astrophotography course. I just want to at least Ooh. have it on paper because that's... Yeah. There's been some nights where I'm like, gosh, I should have been shooting tonight because I can see the Milky Way with my eye. Mm. And I'm like, it is, it's such a great, like, that's not, you can do it. Like, watch this course. It'll take, you know, 30 minutes. In 30 minutes, you can learn how to take the best photo of the Milky Way you've ever taken. 
Right. Yeah. It'll be an hour and a half, but watch the first 30 minutes and I'll teach you how to do it. <laughs> the first 25 minutes. Oh, yeah. inside jokes are the best. I love it. They are. Um, okay. So go check out thephotomentorship.com and join Dot us there. Com. Dot com. What do you want to give away um, first, we, the test or the books? Hey, let, let's give away let's give away uh, let's give away free free two months to the photo mentorship to someone. I, I mean, right. we should do that. All right. What do you think? Yep. Two think? months. All right. While we pick someone, I'm gonna pay, I'm gonna play y'all a little video about it. Okay, Rich, I got the CPM promo going. Um, can we get a winner for uh, Crystal's? Crystal's on it. Dude, we gotta, we gotta come up with our strategy. We got uh, 13 seconds left for, for like trying to really sell the photo mentorship on here. You know what I mean? Like we gotta hone it in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Four, three, two, one. So that's, that's a little preview of what you get inside the photo mentorship. Unlimited access to all of our courses. Unlimited access to ask mentors like me or Rich or Brandon or Crystal um, or Emily. Uh, unlimited questions. We do live TV shows like Edit with Emily or Basics with Brandon or Tech Talk with Rich or Lightroom with David or just one of our photography boot camps. This month, we are going live with the one, the only, the incredible Photoshop artist, composite master, Kevin Carden. He has a he has an amazing, um, amazing Instagram called Christian Photoshops and he just does these incredible world-class composites. He's gonna be doing a four-week training inside exclusively for TPM members in the photo mentorship. Um, so make sure and join us there if you're not already a TPM member. And uh, I'm pretty sure that our members that, that are in there love TPM as well. Um, so fantastic. We're gonna give away free access, two months free to TPM. Do we have a? Yes, I have, have I have everything. Just, okay. just check, check what it says next to it. We're all straight. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. Fantastic. Okay. So the winner of two months free of the photo mentorship where you get unlimited access to all of our courses and unlimited questions answered by photography experts is Don Hoyt. Don, let this be the Hoyt. dawn of the day that you take photography to the next level. Don, this you've is won. the dawn of a transition in your photography career. It's you coming. can learn anything from me. You're welcome. It's a, it's a red dawn. Nice to meet Don me. Don Hoyt. It doesn't hoid at all. I promise. Back wait a little bit. Oh man! All right, we're gonna give away a test. No, we'll give away a test book, test book, test. Did that? Wait, three tests, two books. Test book, test book, test. Yeah, there we go. Super easy for our staff. I love it. Yeah, test first. <laughs> well, we'll do it. We'll do them in in sort of order. All right. Nope. Um, it, you know, like they'll. they'll like, gosh, I was trying to pun that one. I'm I sure. know, I'm I know sure. you were. I'm not sure. Um, no, I can't think of it. I can't do it, man. Um, ah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll let you it's, win it. as like soon as you say it. The first yeah, winner of a test is 
Simona Antonucci. Antonucci. Simona. Um, una Simona? Like, Simona is, is week or month? Mesas is month in Spanish. Simona is week, I think? Never mind. Simona. Okay. Simona. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Simona, gonna, you've won a free gonna... test to learn your number. And when you take the test, let us know your number in the comments. Yes. But thanks for please. the test, unless you hate us. And then put, I'm a three, I'm a four, I'm a nine. I'm a 15. Just don't uh, be a right. one. Nobody likes a one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Sorry, My boss like... is a one. My boss is a one, and she's uh, listening just... right now, I hope. Okay, okay, okay. Um, all right, so the next winner is, you can announce this one, the first book winner of The, the Road Back to You. book winner is a dear friend, Carol Fulton. Carol, you have won a book. The Road right, Back Carol. to You. All right, Carol. All right. Carol, you book. Your bookshelves are going to be more Fulton than they were before. No. No, Sing we're giving, this, we're giving this to you on cassette. We never said how you're <laughs> getting the book. Gosh, it's not the cassette. All right, and the next test is... This is Zimmer. Jacob Zimmerman. Jacob Zimmerman. Jacob Zimmerman. Congrats, you. I, I want to know like, what you are. I'm it's Jacob, but like Jacob. Okay, all right, Jacob. All right, Zimmerman. Jacob. That's like a Jacob. zinger. Jacob. Jacob. Like yeah, I'm not sure. I, there's a couple uh, Zimmermans. I went to high school with Zimmerman. Okay. Yeah, who, yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Nikki. All right, and the next, the next book winner she was is. She probably who still was is. it? Nikki Zimmerman. Zimmerman. I don't know who that is. All right. So, sorry, Nikki, if I don't, I don't remember who you are. Um, I, I remember you. Just still to my way. Okay. Um, I was 14, David. Okay, give me some grace. I was give me some grace. Everybody's hot. Anyways, the winner of the book, <laughs> the second winner of the book, The Road Back to You, is Susan Pollock. Pollock? Pollock? Pollock, maybe? Pollock. She's Susan. definitely our pal now. Right? Susan, you've won a book. I need to, I haven't Susan, read this book. Susan, let's have a pow wow. Pow pow wow. Oh, it's Jacob. It was a typo. It's Jacob. I like I like Jacob. I like Jacob better. Sorry, Jacob. I was like, I'm wondering why it's not Jacob, but okay. But I was like, Jacob's a cool. It was name given to us that. incorrectly, so we're, we apologize right. for our, uh, their mistakes because we don't make yeah. any sevens. <laughs> um, okay, and so so do we that's do... it. One, two, no, three. Yeah. no, we got yeah. one more test to give away. Did we give away the books out of order? I think I we did them all, my friend. We did them all. Nope, we didn't do this one. We didn't give away this third test. Okay. I'll let you know, because I'm lost now. You just give it away. Give it away now. Give it away. It, it, away. Was, it, it, was, it was a little bit confusing. I, I don't even know what the heck we just did, but I think I'm not sure how we did that. <laughs> not sure how we did this. But the last one is Shannon Poldrack. Shannon Poldrack. We didn't give away the test that we have a winner for her. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, I see that now. My mind just didn't see that. Sorry, Sharon. That's it. Shannon. 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 See, that's Shannon. my brain. Paul Drack. Uh, it's kind of like Paul Dark, which is an amazing TV show. Got a little weird there in season two, but it's an amazing TV show. Um, Paul Dark. It's on BB, PBS or something. Masterpiece. Classics. Whatever. Okay. Shannon Paul Drack, you have won another test. So we gave away a book to Susan Pollock. We gave away a test to Simona Antonucci, Jacob Zimmerman. Uh, so a test to Simona, a test to Jacob, a test to Shannon, and also a book to Carol Holton. And we gave Don Hoyt free two months. 
and hopefully that won't wait her at all. Don, um, come say hi to us. Within, come come see us on tomorrow, Wednesday. Come see us Wednesday for another live and another chance to win something because we give stuff away all the time. All the time. Okay, sweet. Hey, you guys are awesome. Next week, we're going to be talking more about, about Enneagram. Hopefully, you guys... Can you all let me know in, in the comments if you like that idea of like us continuing on the series on Enneagram and talking about how that can affect your photography career and, uh, and maybe which Enneagram number is the best as a photographer? <laughs> Just kidding. That's not, that's not really a thing. Um, it's cool. probably a four. I'd, I'd be interested they're... to see who some people are. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, wow. You know, it makes sense. Like, every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, yeah, it makes sense you're a three. Like, I'm like, oh, it kind of. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let us know in the comments if you guys like that idea. You're saying yes to Poldark. Just don't give away any blue V-Nexus, Steve. Thanks a lot, Steve. Um, yeah, there we go. There we go. Such givers. Congrats. All right. So I think you guys like the idea of continuing on. Continuing on cannot talk. I think it's lunchtime. Um, with this thought process. Yes, please, says Kavita. Terry, saying congrats, fantastic. Kimberly Strength, that's a cool middle name. Sangster says, we did the Enneagram at work and it really helped us all understand each other better. Absolutely, awesome. And Kavita is saying yes, please, so fantastic, fantastic. All right, well, thank you all so much for tuning in. To tuning in to episode, episode we should have the 24 music. Oh, Come on, Chico. dude. You could have got on that. Um, oh, well. Oh, well. We'll have something for 25. Uh, 25 is kind of like a big number. You know? Yeah. Uh, next week Next week a is quarter. episode 25. So We'll have, a, we'll have so. the most amazing podcast ever next week. Yep. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. All right. You guys are amazing. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Ooh, one last incredible. thing. Guess what? What? I love you. Oh, Rich. Are you talking about me or the students? We'll never know. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss out on news and events. Give us a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about us. It helps us get the word out so we can help more people reach their photography goals. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what topics you'd like us to talk about. Email us at hello at davidmolnar.com. This podcast is brought to you by thephotomentorship.com. Thank you.